Can you get married in Fallout? Uh, no, but you can have multiple relationships. Oh, oh that's your thing. Well, like in Fable. There you go. Yeah, yeah. see? Like, yeah. honestly, it's these open world games. I'm starting to judge them by if I can have sex with a bunch of people <laughs> or not. Shockers, are you? Welcome, everybody, to the Dual Shockers Shotcast for the week of August 14th. This is the 51st episode of the podcast. I almost said 51th. It's 41st. 41st. Sorry, not 51st. Whatever. I am your host, Azaria hey. Lopez, and <laughs> <laughs> getting everything backwards. No, I'm Logan Moore. That guy correcting me is Azaria Lopez. We're going to flip flop. You want to start this over? Week. All right. Do you, you just want to keep, keep going? Rolling. Yeah, it's All funny. Right. Adds personality right. to it. I'm Logan Moore. Yeah. Azaria Lopez is here to correct me this week. Hey, Azaria. What's up? Hey, man. Glad to be back on here with you again, reunited, and it feels so good. <laughs> reunited, and it feels that so good. That sounded so enthusiastic. <laughs> yeah. I added, Contain your excitement, I definitely man. added a little bit of sex to that, so. <laughs> that is a sexual <laughs> song, candy. isn't it? It's a sexy song. No, definitely. Song. It's so. a very sexy song. Josh Brant's with us. Hey, Josh. Hey, guys. What's up? Good to be here. Let's. Uh, I'm the witness. I have approximately 374 more puzzles to face, so good to go. <laughs> gotta get this. Gotta do this quick. He has to get back to that island. I'm obsessed. And joining us also this week, she made her podcast debut last week while I was gone. Taylor, is it Lyles? Right? Yeah, it's Lyles. Okay, <laughs> Taylor Lyles is with us. Taylor, it's good hey. to finally talk to you for the first time myself. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. You know, I'm just kind of relaxing. Didn't we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna try to go this whole episode without talking about Fallout Four and Minecraft. Is that what you guys <laughs> talked about last week? <laughs> Briefly. Briefly. Yes. <laughs> I actually just made it. A, tried to make it as much Dragon Quest as possible because I know you'll never let me talk about it. <laughs> And when, when I'm away, Azario tries to make the show very Japanese-centric. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I'm, I'm honestly, I'm sure our listeners love that. So good on you. Just uh, give me a little fan service. Thank you, everybody, for joining us this week. As always, make sure you go over to DualShockers.com. Check out everything we've got going over, on over there. This podcast is, of course, associated with the website. I'm sure that's how you're listening to it, and that's how you know about it, so I don't have to be that redundant. Uh, but let's get right into it this week, because we got a lot of things to cover. This is a rather big week in August uh, for being... I guess we're tiptoeing into the fall season now. We've got Uncharted next week as well. We've talked for the past few episodes about how there's a lot of releases coming up. So I, I really... this. This week specifically feels like we're definitely into the fall season, even more so than last week. Uh, even though, I guess, Lawbreakers and Hellblade did come out last week, too. Uh, and we'll touch on Hellblade here in a second. Um, I, let's get into what we've been playing, though. Uh, and to make things easy, first off, Azario, we're going to talk about Sonic, but let's save that for last, because I have I figured we'll go into a big old rant about that one. Uh, your okay. review for that went up live earlier today. Uh, and to make things easy on myself, I've been out of town for the past week, so I have not been playing anything. So What did you do? I, no switch? I went to New York City for the past week, and I went there with a few pizza? friends. I did. I ate a lot of pizza. I ate pizza every okay. single day. I, it was like <laughs> one of the main reasons why I wanted to go there. Um, it was a lot of fun. I went with some of my friends, and I just tried to disconnect from everything while I was out there. So I'm very out of 
I, I have no idea what's been going on with video games for the past week, but from what I've gathered, not a whole lot. So it seems like I didn't miss too much. Um, but yeah, I didn't bring my Switch. I just wanted to kind of get away from everything for a little bit. So no games for me within the last week, but I guarantee you I will be playing nothing but video games from the time I wake up till the time I go to bed tomorrow. So it's going to have to it's going to have to be this week too because we're coming into the like the second half of conference yep. of summer conferences right now mm-hmm. and it's just going to be busy after after this week and just of like subtle announcements leading up to TGS to PAX uh, West it's going to it's going to be an insane couple months for sure. Yeah, Gamescom's in, in next week. Video games. Gamescom's next week, and we'll talk about that a bit later. We talked about that a couple weeks ago as well. Um, but yeah, we'll get into some of that later on. Uh, but as for you guys, uh, what have you been playing? Josh, you mentioned The Witness there. Is that really the main thing you've been diving into? Yeah, so I played this game when it went on sale like a few months after release. I picked it up, and I played for like through 100 puzzles, and I got really stuck and I was meaning to come back and I never did, you know, fast forward to now. And my wife was like, wants to play a game with me. I didn't know what to pick at the time. Um, we just went through until dawn, which was amazing. Having someone else there making decisions. Yeah. That's a good co-op game. Yeah. Significant other. (laughs) Right. Right. Really good. Kill off some of my people. Things hot and heavy in the room. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Until dawn and chill. (laughs) (laughs) But um, yeah, so I was thinking, I'm like, how about we pick up the witness again? So we started back from square one. And yeah, I I remember why I love this game so much, just because I think it's I think it's one of the best puzzle games ever to be released. And having her, she has all her graph. She's like has all this stuff, graph paper and like cutting out bricks and stuff like (laughs) she's really into it so it's really cool that we can share in this because she's not really that much of a gamer she'll play plants versus zombies and you know candy crush casual not not candy but kingdom rush that's a good kingdom rush there we go (laughs) all the good mobile games I did yep. the same sort of thing with The Witness where I got about halfway through it and I just stopped and I tried to come back to it like two or three weeks later and I was like, oh, I don't know anything yeah. and I had to I stop. Did this, I did this thing where I didn't buy The Witness and never played it. <laughs> it's really I feel, so, I feel fine. So, it's I feel seriously right so now. good though. Like I do agree with Josh. It might be the best puzzle game ever. I just wish I had the fortitude to like sit down for a week straight and play I didn't. through nothing but that. Yeah, I didn't take notes the first time, but she has like this huge list with all these notes. And so we're we're hardcore into this, which is great. I might actually make it through. Um, Other than that, I'll give some switch some love. Um, Tomas, one of our writers, wrote a great review on Ironcast. So I picked that up and I love match three type of games and it has RPG mechanics and it's really cool. Yeah, it's I mean, they ported it over from. Uh, PS4 and Xbox One, but yeah, it works so well on the Switch. And um, as for me, as for reviewing for the site, um, I played Smashbox Arena. It's a PSVR title, and uh, <laughs> my review should be up soon. But uh, it was, it isn't very good. It suffers from it, lack of modes. The it doesn't glitch out too many times, which is nice, but or lose your tracking. But there are mm-hmm. a lot of like small annoyances with it that 
make that, it not so much fun. Was that the one that looked kind of like Bomberman, except it was like you got to cover the arena instead or whatever? Yeah, it's it's pretty much dodgeball where you have guns and you shoot dodgeballs out. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. So not it's, it's sort of similar, I guess. Yeah, yeah, just sort Platoon of generic. Platoon Bomberman sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Platoon 2, way better. But other than that, um, and then I've been reviewing Yonder, The Cloud Chronicles, and that's been, it's been pretty good. It's a very beautiful game, but at the same time, it's, you know, it's just lacks, you know, that Legend of Zelda greatness of what I want an open world title now, because mm-hmm. there's no combat in it. It's just pretty much questing and talking to people and um lots of uh material management and stuff like that so if that's your thing then it's a great game for that but yeah cool that's cool, about dude. cool yes taylor what have you been uh, playing around with well you know it's it's so frustrating because i have i have like pretty much every system like relevant to the consoles <laughs> right now so but you know if she I doesn't have to, a vita don't listen to her it's she said relevant consoles. to oh, her credit. Oh. Fuck, fuck you. Even though yeah, Undertale is coming out tomorrow. So that is a thing that is happening. Uh, yes. so. As if I'm not too busy indulging in Sonic Mania, which I most likely will be. <laughs> and I'm getting it on the Switch if anybody wants to know. I really wanted to know. <laughs> Only that's to come out until the 17th. Really? The Switch version? Yeah. The Switch oh, version wow. does come out until Thursday. That. That's why I, have, I oh, said right. I have to wait oh, two well, extra days. Yeah. That's uh, that's Uh-oh. Nintendo for you. Uh oh, what are you yeah, doing? Yeah, is it worth the wait? Are you <laughs> well, waiting? aside aside Sorry from that, uh, it's okay. <laughs> well, aside from that, uh, I've been playing a lot of Dead Rising because I have all the Dead Rising games, or at least the main titles. So you know, off the record, I don't count that as a main title game, no that's, matter how many times. That's like not. That's not canon. <laughs> no, it's not. And everyone, everyone, I, someone the other day tried to tell me it was. So I was like, no, it's more like a what if scenario. Which, yeah. <laughs> but uh, so I'm going through this thing where like I'm trying to play through all of the games like in order, and just get all the you know canon endings and stuff like that. Because I, I really am a big Dead Rising fan. So, you know, it's it's my favorite one. Probably is the first one just solely because it hasn't aged well. I was going to say, has it aged well? Because I would imagine it hasn't. Uh, well, it depends on exactly what you're, which you mean, like in terms of graphics, I think the graphics still hold up pretty well. I have all the Xbox one ports and okay. then I also have the original Xbox 360 for dead rising one and two. Mm-hmm. I will say that the 360 graphics for the first one, in my opinion, still hold up, but I'm a little iffy about the second one. I will say that the gameplay as well as the saving system has not aged well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just remember that insane clown you had to fight. Adam. Y- yeah, well, whatever. <laughs> he he knows also, name. I've also never played a Dead Rising game. Okay, well, you need to get on that. They're really fun. Like, I really, uh, I played four over Christmas break last year, and it's just kind of like, at this point, the series is just kind of like trash. Like, it's like fast food. It's like, I know they're not the most amazing technical <laughs> games ever. I didn't mean trash. I was going to say trash food, but I realized that sounded worse. It's like fast food, where it's like, oh, I know this probably isn't good for me, and it's kind of just a waste of time, but I love it nonetheless. it's it, That's how 4 was for me. Like, I, re- I poured, like, two or three days into it, and I probably got about 25 or 30 hours in. And I loved all that time, but I realized that it's not, like, 
the most technically sound game or anything like that, but they're just fun. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, think you know. I think the problem with that game though is the marketing didn't address me. Whereas games that don't usually speak to me, like a game like Doom, I love the marketing for Doom, and that's what kind of got me into it. Like I love the the trailers and how they they pitched it. But Dead Rising games, they're always pitched to such a weird audience that. I don't know. It's catered more to people that were a fan since the first game. Yep. And that's just only my opinion. Because I remember when I saw the Dead Rising 4 announcement trailer, I nearly, you know, pissed my pants because I was just I was like, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so, I mean, I will say that I feel like the marketing for, and not even just Dead Rising 4, I think all of the marketing campaigns for every game in the series could have been marketed a little bit better towards a more wider audience. And Logan, now that you mentioned that <laughs> you played Dead Rising 4, I will say I actually beat the game in a day <laughs> when you I got did? it. I got it on yeah, I bought it on launch and I was wow. like so excited to beat it. So and it was two reasons why. Uh the first reason was I really wanted to see how the story ended. And secondly, I had also bought The Last Guardian the same day, so I was like, let me go ahead and beat Dead Rising as quickly as I can so I can focus all my time on The Last Guardian because I know it's going to be a longer game for me to beat. Yeah. And it was, you know, so. But I would recommend you pick up the first, like the other games. Like, I don't know if you have an Xbox One because you're going to need it for Dead Rising 3 unless you decide to get it on Steam. But I will say that the first two games in the in the series are actually better than the last two. I really but like that's just three personally. Like I don't know. I know it's character wise and story wise, it's not the best. But I I thought they at least brought the combat forward and made it feel oh, yeah, good. Absolutely. So that was my thing with that, and that was why yeah, I would be scared to go back to the old ones. I feel like the combat and the movement would feel really really clunky compared to the other ones. You know oh, what yeah. Dead Rising reminds me of. Did you guys ever play that that old game, uh, State of Emergency? I think it was a Rockstar game. I'm not uh, yeah, so. I, I, yeah, I have. <laughs> yeah, that's yep. that's exactly what Dead Rising. That's probably why I never got into it because Just mindless State of games. Emergency was ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, that's exact. That's what Dead Rising is to me. And if it's not, please correct me, and then maybe I'll play it. There's some heart to Dead Rising, I will say that. There's a lot of creativity I will uh, then uh, then State of Emergency offered. So, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, the first one, pie zombies. I mean, come on. How many when was the last time you got to pie a zombie in Resident Evil? <laughs> I've never wanted to pie a zombie. I take zombies very seriously. So, very sometimes seriously. you just have to have fun. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Josh. Sometimes you, you gotta shoot them with an you ornament. Tell me to have fun. Just or a fake mega man buster. <laughs> yeah. One or the one or one or the other. Either will do. Uh, you been playing anything else besides that lately? Uh, I've been playing some Battlefield One on the PlayStation Four. Nice. Multiplayer specifically, because I like the single player, but I just the online multiplayer of Battlefield One got it right. At least it did last year when you're comparing it to Infinite Warfare. Is that new DLC out? I'm not sure. Uh, I think one I of the packs came out like a week or two ago, but it wasn't the main one. It's not the, like the big content. Yeah, it wasn't the one I'm waiting for. Yeah. 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 It was I more just we like a, get a lot update. more, like way more like emails and stuff yeah. leading up to that. So I was like, man, I know that didn't come out yet. No, I think it's November for that, if I'm correct. I forget yeah, what that's called a, as well. The one with the sniper, a, Russian sniper they're adding. Yeah, I get to finally play as a as a woman. Yep, that one. 
that, that I can't I can't remember what all of that. But yeah. So that you have to get us that. Well, that's like the she's like on the cover of it or whatever, right? Of like the promo yeah. art that they've been showing. So I guess yeah. that's how I identify it as the one with the yeah. Russian sniper lady. Yeah. Yeah, Battle, Battlefield One's fun. It's one of the few multiplayer Quiet. games that has held my attention for a long period of time over the past couple of years. That and Battlefront. So, uh, anything else for you then, Taylor? Mm, mine is some a little bit of Splatoon here and there. Nah, that's pretty much it for me. Cool, cool. Uh, Azario, Sonic. Anything else you want to mention? You've been playing before Sonic though. Because I'm sure you've been playing 25 um, other things. I've been, I'm still playing White Day. Um, my review won't come out till the 22nd. Um, so that's that's a scary game. Um, what else am I playing? I've been playing through the Wild Arms series uh, because this year at TGS, Sony will announce a new Wild Arms Didn't game. Did you predict that for E3? <laughs> I did, but <laughs> but now I'm shifting. Logan, I'm shifting to TGS, okay? We'll see. So exactly what I said for E3 now applies to TGS. So I need to catch up with my wild arms. <laughs> I just feel it. I feel it in my balls, man. <laughs> like I like I can smell wild arms in the air. And that doesn't happen all too often. You also uh, smell the Vita 2 for E3, just to let everybody know, know out there. I so. still get a few cents. that happened. <laughs> Yeah, I still, I still kind of smell that one, but uh, it's oh, dri- it's kind of lingering. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Azario's olfactory nerve probably ain't working too well, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, you probably shouldn't listen one, to me anyway. One prediction I, I, I hope comes true from you. Yeah, I'm, I'm really, I really, if you want to play a good RPG that focuses heavily on character development and a great battle system, Wild Arms is definitely the game to to check out um i think you can only play it on ps3 but they did they bring wild arms 3 to ps4 i think that's the one they have on ps4 now yeah they have I think so yeah. that's the one i i, I own yeah. one of the wild arms on ps4 okay so yeah there's there's one on ps4 that's a really great one too but yeah so we'll see uh where i get with that now um for sonic mania oh i'm also playing uh e7 but i can't say anything about that but <laughs> pc Anyway, um, Sonic Mania, let me set the stage. Our review's up. You can go check that out. You gave it a 9 out of 10. Great score. 9 out of 10. Great score. Very good score. Uh, I got a letter. <laughs> I got a letter from uh, 5,000 Sonic fans that said if I didn't give it a 9 out of 10, they would uh, crucify me. So, so there you go. <laughs> We're uh, Sonic biased <laughs> Sonic fans here at Shockers. No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> Sonic. Sonic Mania uh, definitely took me by surprise. I, I wasn't the. Uh, it wasn't. I didn't sign up for the review for the site, but it kind of fell on my lap, and um, I'm really glad that that it did. Uh, my immediately from picking up the game, um, I couldn't put it down, and that that doesn't really happen too often uh, now with just so many games coming out like. Like I haven't even played beat Persona uh, Five or or near, you know, or yeah. started Final Fantasy Twelve on PS4. Like I haven't got to these games, and to pick up a game with all these great games, um, not specifically Square Enix games or Atlas games, but um, 
to pick up a game and uh, kind of just not want to put it down. It's it's a great feeling, and mm-hmm. and Sonic really provides that. Is part um, of the reason why you think you didn't want to put it down just because of the length of the game potentially? Because I've I've been in the same boat lately where it's like I haven't felt compelled to jump into these games that I know are. 50, 60 hours. Like I mentioned a few weeks ago that I've been playing Nier. I haven't been compelled to start my B playthrough yet just because I know mm-hmm. it's a longer game. Whereas I've beaten probably four or five indie games that are maybe three to four hours in length over the past few weeks. Like it's just, it's more satisfying for me right now to knock out quicker games. Yeah, it, it feels it feels a lot better uh, to beat a game. It just feels nice. I remember earlier this year I beat, uh, when I beat uh, Tales of Berseria, I just had this really great feeling like shit, like that was 55 hours of my life and I'm so happy right now. Um, but, uh, but with Sonic Mania, it wasn't till after I beat it, which my first playthrough took me about six hours because I'm not really good at Sonic. <laughs> okay. Like I'm not a good Sonic player by any means. I played Colors. I think that's the last Sonic that I played. Um, but, but yeah, so how well versed are uh, you in the old ones by chance? Out of curiosity. Yeah. Have you played any, any of like the, the Genesis trilogy? Oh yeah. Um, I've played even the Game Gear ones. Uh, those don't count. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) We ain't ain't gonna talk about those. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I loved like Sonic and Knuckles, even growing up in high school my friends and i kind of returned to it to do all the chaos emeralds and and kind of play through that together so like i mean it's been a good i'd say 14 13 years since Mm -hmm. i played that series uh the original sonics at least um but but immediately from playing sonic mania you're kind of trans transported back to this mind frame that that you know exactly when you pick up that controller. If you've played these games before, you know exactly how they work. The physics in Sonic Mania are perfect, and you know all those delays that that game received. Um, any any anything that they needed to return to to kind of fix and fine tune, they deserve that time because the the product that they delivered was exactly what I wanted from a Sonic game. And you know that might suck for somebody like thinking about this post review um it might suck for somebody who doesn't understand that's that sonic you know like they grew up with generations they yeah grew up with color they grew up with sonic werewolf group. sonic the were the werehog yeah. or whatever <laughs> sonic yeah. and um and they'll pick up this game and i don't think it will translate well for them yeah that was yeah, so i can see yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to... So I actually went back to... Before I left town last week, I dug out my old Sega Genesis and I started playing through... Oh, Sega I saw Sonic, that, yeah. Sonic 1 and I 2. I see that. Uh, just to, like, refresh myself on those because, it like like you, it had been, like, 15 years probably since I played them. Uh, and they're not the best games. Um, so I guess coming into Sonic Mania, like, with looking at it as a new game and as a new product, while it's definitely capitalizing on my nostalgia, I was curious to see like how the level design would be, how the game itself would feel. Um, 
just like is it actually like a good quality platforming game whereas going back to the old sonics like i look back on them fondly but trying to play them nowadays was kind of rough especially sonic one sonic 2 actually aged really well but the first one is a i agree incredibly rough rough game uh (laughs) so i was i was hoping like like i'm actually kind of glad i didn't have to review mania because it, it was weird because where do you draw the line between okay this game is obviously capitalizing on nostalgia so how many obviously point you don't grade games like on a give and take point system but like can I reward this game on a scale for obviously capitalizing on that nostalgia? Whereas should I judge it on its merits as a modern 2017 video game? It's like a weird, delicate yeah. thing you got to balance. There's a very great area like. with games like that when they're trying to recapture that, that, you know, that nineties mentality mm-hmm. while also trying to contribute things. Cause that's the problem with like ukulele. I remember that was the I problem with my a- review with that game. Yeah. Yeah, like, when I was doing my review on ukulele, I had mentioned that, um, I had said after I wrote the review, everyone was saying, like, why, because everyone's like, oh, Taylor, you're really excited for this game, like, I felt like you were a little disappointed. I wasn't disappointed with the game, it's still a solid game, like, if anybody wants to play Banjo-Kazooie, and, you know, since there's no Banjo 3, that is the best thing that you can sink your teeth into for the mm-hmm. time being, but there's, there's a lot of- bolts. Shut up. We're not gonna talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> But the problem was, was that a lot of the issues that were in those early 2000 and late 90s platformers, they did not capitalize on fixing those. So a lot of those problems for those games came back into ukulele, which kind of hindered me from giving it a better score than it did. And, you know, going back to Sonic Mania, I know that um, a lot of these, you know, people that have been probably going to pick up the game are probably like ones who have played after the Genesis title, so probably after Sonic Adventure and Sonic Adventure 2 were released, so they grew up with like games like that, Sonic Heroes, but I will say this, that any of them that grew up during that 2000s period, if they had picked up maybe Sonic Advance or any of those three games in the Sonic Advance trilogy, or even Sonic Rush, I think that they might not be as disappointed with Sonic Mania as, say, someone who played like the hell out of maybe Sonic Colors or mm-hmm. even you know, Unleashed is all. Um, well, speaking on nostalgia, what I, what I will say about Sonic Mania is that sure, it, uh, it has the look and feel of Sonic and Knuckles and those classic Sonics, but, um, Headcanon really, the developer really, um, at least Sega allowed them to put their own, take their own liberties and take, take a lot of chances on this because these sprites and these worlds they were all developed from the ground up. They didn't reuse assets. They rebuilt all the assets. And, and that's wow. kind of... And it shows. How like, many of the levels are flashback levels? Isn't it like there's, two-thirds of the levels are flashback? Yeah, there's correct? there's only a few new levels. Yeah, um, there's 12 but, levels in all. And I think... If I if I read correctly, I think eight of them are old, old with new remixes or whatever, and then four of them are new. If I'm yeah, the thing about the remixes though is that they're totally like you can't tell them apart. Yeah, like they look like they were taken from that era. Yeah, yeah, you can't really uh, like it'll start off. Mm, this looks familiar, but then right when you get into the level, it totally changes. Yeah. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, so they're all new levels, but it's like Chemical yeah. Plant Zone's obviously going to have the Chemical Plant Zone music blasting and like the the same aesthetic and stuff like that to each of the levels. Yeah. But the design itself is what is different. So yeah, and I think that um, 
the paths and the the overall design so good. These levels are huge, you guys. That's what and, I've heard. I've seen I've seen and, some of like the full scale pictures of like all the different branching paths you can take, and it looks insane. Yeah, it is. They're there's it's so fun. It's like like every time like I you guys I saw so many game over screens, but <laughs> to make it to make it like yeah, I rage quit it a few times. I will admit there is there is a one boss in particular in this oil level that that really pissed me off. <laughs> in the oil and, uh, level? They brought yeah. that back? Oh, yeah. why? Why is that a remix level they brought back? I hate yeah. oil ocean zone. Is that it? It's, I don't know. Yeah, no, it's just the ocean zones before that one, but the oil ones after. <laughs> but this one in particular, like you get the flame shields and then you can kind of burn the oil and stuff. That's it looks cool. really cool. Well, it does, cool. It, it, yeah. It looks it looks amazing the the fire effects that they have on there and it looks cool. That's why cool. uh, they've allowed certain, them to go oh, ahead. Yeah. Ta- go ahead, David. Well, I was just saying, like you know, uh, when you had mentioned the difficulty and stuff like that, I I just feel that I just hope that there isn't like a crash insane trilogy effect with Sonic Mania as there was with Crash because you know once the game came out, a lot of consumers that quote unquote said they grew up with the series were saying oh my god insane trilogy is like so hard and stuff but it's like if you played any of the original crash games you would know that that's that level of difficulty and insane trilogy compared to those three games are is really easy and i've beaten all those games multiple times so it's like hearing people say oh the insane trilogy is so difficult it just makes me wonder if they ever even played or finished you know the original trio mm-hmm. so yeah. i'm just kind of concerned about that that is something Mania. yeah that is something that i thought was going to come up a lot more in the difficulty but i didn't see it um as as listeners know i don't really rate difficulty and the only time i will is if the developer doesn't provide you a way of skewing that difficulty or learning how to get good um <laughs> get good yeah for for sonic mania the thing that I thought was going to be a complaint was if you die, if you get a game over in Act Two, you know you got to go back to go through Act One. Like you don't start off again in Act Two. That's different. You go back. And, it used to not be it, like that. There's yeah, there's a lot of game. There's a there's a lot of there's no continue screen, and that that might bother some people because every time you get a game over, you'll just go to the main menu and then you'll go again. It doesn't take long. The the loading screens are not distinguishable from the game but um maybe a loading maybe a continue screen would have been easier instead of going back but i think the auto save kind of fucks with that um but uh, that said i did think that the uh, difficulty was going to be hard the the actual levels were a lot more difficult than most of the bosses which i've i've heard is a complaint and that was also something that i brought up in my review is that the mini bosses um, you can kill them before they finish their first wave of attacks. So like, there's okay. So it's the Sonic and Knuckles style of game, rather yes, than more yes, rather yeah, than yeah. the separate acts completely. I mean, but there's the separate thing, acts, the but it's the, one level. Yeah, the thing about okay. the mini bosses is they're they're not very. Uh, they're just kind of they there. don't stand out. Yeah. They, they, they don't stand out. They're not that yeah. cool. They're they just, just felt like of, they were planted last minute, huh? Yeah, there's okay. one really annoying one. It's like an <laughs> owl, 
and it's just like you just have to wait you can only hit him once every cycle so you're basically uh, just waiting for him to come back onto the screen and one time i was waiting for 15 seconds for him to reappear and i was sonic's just sitting there tapping his foot like I, <laughs> i'm with you sonic you know i don't they still have it good <laughs> i don't know i'm glad they i'm glad they kept that you can't you can't remove that that's it's yeah, it seems like this is a love letter to, I'm a Sega kid growing up, so it seems Same. like this game speaks to me yeah. in a way yeah. that I've been waiting for. Because they I did hope... do the 2D Sonic, but that had like 2.5D one that, was, yeah, that, that was, wasn't very Son- good. Sonic 4. Sonic 4 they was had, the yeah, same Sonic sort of thing. Four, oh, and then yeah. they had Sonic oh, yeah, Generations. Yeah, Sonic and Sonic Lost World kind of touched on that 2D platforming. Yeah, but... yeah. There was a lot of. I'm not gonna say like. I, I think what really bothers me is that a lot of people give Sonic Lost World a lot of shit. Honestly, I don't think it was that bad of a game, especially when you compare it to other games that were released within that last span of the like the 2010s area. And I just you know, so I will say that it can be frustrating for those who aren't used to that level of difficulty. It definitely caters to those that were more used to the Genesis titles because it offered that same type of difficulty. So it, it definitely really depends on your skill and experience with just Sonic games. So what I, what I hope to see through this though, is a resurgence of new gamers, new Sonic fans understanding where the franchise that they love came from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, maybe they don't have immediate access to classic Sonics. I mean, I think it's been ported up several times, but maybe it's not available to them somehow. It's good to see, where your favorite series comes from and yeah. sonic kind of holds that uh i don't know just like this badass blue guy you know like well what's weird with I, sonic too is it like for people who are like maybe five or ten years younger than us like even let's say they grew up with mario games and their touchstones for mario are maybe like sunshine and galaxy like those games are still phenomenal games with a sonic huh. it's he's like one of gaming's icons but for the most part, his games have sucked for the better part of the last 10, <laughs> 10 or 15 years. So he had a hard time jumping the into 3D as well. Yeah, yeah like... so there's this entire generation of kids who are growing up and who are probably cognizant of Sonic and understand that he's like a famous gaming character, but it's like, but his games kind of blow. Like, why is he famous? So for this, he's to been come a bit out, of a whipping boy. Yeah, definitely. So, so yeah, for this to come out and not only show people like where Sonic came from, but also like, hey, this is what the old Sonic games were, and this is why Sonic is up. a thing, and this is why everybody likes this character. That's really cool. Yeah. And so yeah. we're getting our nostalgia fix from it, whereas other people might finally be introduced to that 2D style of play that I think like you yeah. said, still holds up and is still very enjoyable, even if you never did play them, even though you might view them a little bit differently. Yeah, yeah, it will be different. Um, I know in the newer Sonics, there's like this homing feature where you can kind of jump off of enemies. Like that's, oh, that's the homing of, attack? Yeah. Yeah, that's taken out to an extent. You can kind of pull off something like that if you can bounce off of like two enemies in a row. You can kind of do a charge attack and there's uh, there's yeah. there's some cool stuff that you can pull off in the game, but um, it's very rare that you that your first time through you'll know when you can do this. Like it takes some memorization to to uh, to get through these levels and kind of know when to jump or because of course they put a fucking pair of spikes right in front of your way. <laughs> or any chance they get. 
I mean, I will uh, say this. Like, I mean, I just think it's kind of because um, when people try to compare Mario and Sonic, it's it's a little bit of an unfair comparison. W- would you guys agree with that? Yeah. Uh, the only reason they do is because of the console war, though, and I think it's just there's always a, been there's like a that. There's yeah. a real rivalry. Yeah, I mean, it's just a little frustrating though, just because Mario and Sonic are two different, completely different characters. Sonic is fast. Mario is not a very fast character. So, the, with the goal of Sonic games, everybody thinks that it's like pl- good platforming, then speed second, and that's what Sonic Lost World was for those who complained about it. And then they complained that oh, that game sucks. But to me, I feel like a good Sonic game is speed and finding ways to maintain that speed. Whereas yeah. with Mario, it's about having good platforming with speed as your reward. That's why Sonic 1's aged really, really, really poorly is because yeah. it is constantly stopping you and there's nothing you can do about it. It's, it's about the finely tuned, uh, it's like the, it's more about the skillful platforming more so than it is moving fast through the level. And then in Sonic 2 and 3, they were really like, oh, let's hone in on this fast thing a little bit more and give people the opportunity to do do that um and that's why those games are good a couple more questions then we're going to move on because i know we touched on this for a long time but i think this is a big release for the week and i think a lot of people even relapsed sonic fans have really been looking forward to this for a long time uh do you guys think this is going to what do you think this is going to do for sonic moving forward like do they does it to me it just makes sense that this is now not necessarily a series but you have to continue making games in this vein, right? Like this sprite-based Sonic games of yesteryear. This can't just be a one-off thing. They need to do... I don't know if it would like, be Sonic Mania 2, like, but they need to create more games within this same aesthetic and this same vein because this is what people want. It's obvious. Yeah. Well, like Mega Man 9 and 10. Yes. They went back back to Mega Man 2 that and 8-bit. 3. Yeah, they yeah. went back to that 8-bit style. Yeah. They brought back that nostalgia, what people loved, and then it brought in this whole new generation, and that's what this, I feel, this Sonic Mania is going to do. And then the, from there, then they can look at, okay, you know, let's keep with this 16-bit style we have, but, you know, maybe just make improvements year to year, and mm-hmm. I hope that's the way they keep doing it. I don't want to see no Sonic Adventures or which they do. They have well, that. They have Sonic forces games. coming. They have forces yeah. coming yeah, out. So that's what's games. cool is that they've marketed both of them kind of equally, equally honestly. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it shows that the two can live side by side, but I hope they don't just allow this. Yeah. The Sonic Mania was really an experimentation still. for them to give Christian yeah. Whitehead and Headcanon like the opportunity to make this game. It was really them kind of putting themselves out there, which I don't know why they didn't do earlier, but like it seems like for all intents and purposes, like the reviews are overwhelmingly positive from everyone I've seen today. Like yeah. including yours, Azario. Like this seems like it worked. This seems like it was a good idea and this was the right move for them to do, then I, I think they needed to double down on it moving forward. Uh last thing, you guys are all talking about or at least so you played it on PS4, right, Azario? Yes. Okay. Taylor and Josh, you guys are gonna play it on Switch. My question for you how the heck are you going to play it on that thing's D-pad? Unless you have the Pro Controller, obviously. Because I would I would lose my <laughs> I, mind if I had to play on that Joy-Con D-pad. I, I have did. two Pro Controller. Or pro, yeah, I've got two of those. But okay. I feel like I'm going to play it more on handheld because, I don't know, I just feel like those 2D Sonic games, I don't know, I it feels more natural to be on a on a handheld. Now, that that's just my opinion. I'll play it on my TV. I know I'm going to do that as well, just to feel the difference between the two. But with like games like that, I just... Like just the 2D ones. Yeah. I just feel like those need to be handheld titles. Yeah. This is a nasty confession, but I don't own a Switch Pro controller. Oh, you should get one. 
<laughs> I was oh, I didn't goodness. get one. I know I didn't get one until a couple weeks ago, but it's definitely worth awkward. the investment. No, but it really doesn't bother me. You know, I'm just I'll just play it and I'll probably enjoy it. <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's, just, I, it's, I, it's not a big deal to me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's weird because like maybe once a year we'll get a game where I'm I realized it. Oh. I have to play this on D-pad. Like, I just have to. I, I need to make sure that I play this game on my D-pad rather than using the thumbstick. And I can't play Sonic games using the thumbstick. Like, I've tried to play the emulated versions or whatever it is on uh, the Xbox 360, and uh, it just did not work. And so, did you play, like, Mega Collection? And yeah. Did you buy those? Okay. Yeah, I bought the individual versions on 360, and they're on Xbox One back as well. And it yeah. was just like, ah, oh, this yeah. doesn't work. I need to use the D-pad. So when I went back and played the Genesis, I was like, this D-pad's really kind of similar to... Uh, I found it most similar to PS4. So that's how I decide how I'm going to play it. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. I'll be doing it tomorrow. But maybe uh, if I'm there's just, just like... About that. <laughs> I mean, I just hope that, like, at the end of the day, I just really hope that this isn't just, like, a one-and-done thing. Like you said, Logan, I really do think that they can, like, the 3D and 2D Sonic games can coincide together, because mm-hmm. even if you don't like one or the other, at least one half of that fan base doesn't feel alienated. Yeah. So. That's and Sonic the thing... Generations was living proof of that. Yeah, that's been the thing with some yeah. of their past few games, too, is that it's been like, oh, is this a 2D game or is it a 3D game? Like, it's either... It's either been like, oh, it's a combination of both, or it's one or the other. Whereas this, I think, is showing that, hey, we can have a 3D game that's focused on that, and hey, we can have a 2D game that's focused on that. Or they maybe can continue to blur the lines with the next few Sonic It's games. interesting because this is this is still a $20 digital game, and that's why I think it can still survive, because the production value for it is not going to be as much as it would be a $60 mainline mm-hmm. Sonic game from Sega. Yeah. Um, so if, if headcanon can continue the Sega license, I think we'll get a completely original game. This one is them showing that they can remix old Sonic levels. So let's see what they can do making their own levels, um, bringing Sonic to a new, a new area and see where they can go with that. Um, they, they played it sense and safe in the sense that they banked on our knowledge of Green Hill Zone of water water levels and all that um but they added things new new power-ups uh new routes um that kind of didn't play it safe and it was different for sega sega who's someone who doesn't like really like their uh their mainline series touch like this they're kind of like Nintendo yeah. in that respect. They've been they're yeah. very cautious of what they do. Yeah, that's and funny enough, they work together on like the Olympic the games. Olympic games. <laughs> yeah. Um, I can only oh, imagine no. what those meetings look like of them trying to figure out how they can approach like those Olympic games. Uh, yeah. But, but uh, and well, you know, those are some of the biggest selling games around. Like those those games. Those sell Olympic games. Yeah. 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 They are a lot more. I've never bought one, but I think the Olympic I, games they used to put out back in the day always sold pretty well too. But then they stopped those. I don't know if you guys remember those on like I think I had one on like PlayStation Two. I don't know why. I had, I had, I had on Wii. I had the Olympic one on Wii. Um, uh, but, uh, but yeah, so so yeah, I think that I think this series is going to continue um, with another twenty dollar game, and I think if they can if they can kind of 
pump out three of these in the next three years or two more in the next two years, um, we'll get a physical collection of like the, the, all three of them on a disc, you know, something yeah. like that. That'd be cool. Yeah. Um, that would be. Yeah, I mean, they've I would... got assets that they could use for sequels now moving forward. Like, the hard part was probably just getting the movement down, like creating the engine for I that game, I would imagine. Physics, probably, yeah. I think the physics was definitely the um, most time spent on this game's development, yeah. for sure. Yeah, so now yeah. just work on level design, pop out some new levels, do some cool stuff like that, and you'd have a killer sequel or follow-up. Uh, the one thing worth mentioning... PC version did get pushed back to August 29th, so that's out two weeks from the release date of the console versions. So if you're getting it on PC and you hadn't heard about that, sorry, but it's not too much longer. Uh, you get Sonic One. You get Sonic One if you, you do get Sonic One. That's correct. It. Yeah, if you pre-ordered yeah. it, they're giving. Even though you we Sonic just talk shit on it. Yeah. Even though, yeah. <laughs> Sonic One. It's not a very good game. Prepare you for Sonic Mania. Let's just, especially those who never really experienced that. This is this would be a good warm up for them. Yeah, it'd be a good warm up, but you might find yourself trying to cancel your pre order soon. So maybe don't do that. <laughs> uh, let's move. We got to get moving here because we talked a lot about Sonic, but I'm totally fine with that because that, like I said, that's a huge release for the week. Uh, I don't know. Did you guys touch on Hellblade, Hellblade last week? Because Jordan Leffler is not here, but you reviewed the game for the site this past week. We gave it a 10, which I felt like was big enough to mention on the show this week. Uh, that is our third 10 of the year, if I am correct, uh, alongside Horizon Zero Dawn and The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Um, so those don't come around too often. Um, I don't. Have you guys played it yet by chance? No, I, nope. watched, I watched some gameplay, and I got some things to say about this game. <laughs> okay. A friend of mine, a friend of mine played it and he mentioned he didn't finish it because he felt the combat was and I know it's not a combat experience, but he felt like it held the game back and he wasn't having fun with it even with how great the story was. Yeah. So, it's, I mean, I take that with a grain of salt cuz I'm more for the story, but, you know. I just know that a girl that small cannot go up against three 280-pound dudes and come out <laughs> What are you trying to say? I I feel I feel <laughs> removed. I I dude, can't, Anita uh... Sarkeesian is gonna come after you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just got uh, you're gonna you get attacked. coming after you now. <laughs> I mean, that's video games in general, though. I mean, yeah. Nathan Drake can't defeat 500 dudes with a shotgun what? and a pistol or whatever. Well, what's that game? What's that game? It's uh, kind of like God of War for the PlayStation 3 as an exclusive. That girl with oh. a heavenly sword. Yeah. See, I love that game because that's that Ninja girl... Theory as well, isn't it? Oh, yes. it is. Yeah. yeah. See, that was cool because it was more they similarities. Yeah, it was more arcadey and like it didn't it didn't take itself extremely seriously. There was there's more of a fantasy, and this was just like brute force action. Just these guys like these bondage. In outfit. this game, in Hellblade, in Hellblade yeah. I encourage you. I don't know if have you guys checked out again, listeners as well. Check out Jordan's review because it is. Oh yeah, I, th- I, I think love we Jordan's do, I think we do a lot of great reviews here, but honestly, I think that's one of the best we've put out in quite some time so bravo to jordan on that one that turned out incredibly well um he really backed up his case for why he gave that game a 10 and it made me even more interested in the game than i was interested in the game before than i was before um i'm definitely picking it up tomorrow i will probably report back next week with my own thoughts on it i will imagine i've played it by that time uh 
but yeah, I'm very interested in looking forward to it at this point because it sounds like it a mesh of genres. Because yeah, it does. It does look like a. There are the really combat elements game. to it, but I heard there's like Jordan mentioned how there's like some horror elements to it, and it's almost in, innately a horror game in some respects because it is just it so terrifying. tense. Yeah, um, just the atmosphere itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so I'm really looking forward to diving into that. Um, but I felt like we should mention that because again, don't give out tens every week around here. So that is <laughs> no. that is a bit that seems like a must play for the remainder of the year. So we should probably I, have we ever talked. Have we ever talked about games that we would give a 10 to? Like personal ones? Like yeah. that we didn't review? Yeah. I don't think we have. That would maybe be a good I'd topic a good for the topic. future. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to save that for another week, maybe we could do that. Can we just can we just throw out one game? Go yeah. Final Fantasy 7. Which Final one? Final Fantasy 7. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, I can get down with to that me. one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for me, for me, Gravity Rush what? on the Vita. Oh my god! Yeah, really on, on the Vita, Vita yes, it Dude, was that game is so good. Fucking amazing! I it was a master. Was I couldn't get through that tutorial. I was so bored, dude. Oh, uh, wow. Game I would give a ten to, like something maybe not on everybody else's. Re- I don't know. Like, that's hard. I'd have to think <laughs> for a little bit. Like Knights of the Old Republic popped in my head, but I think everybody gave that game a ten because that game's amazing. <laughs> I don't know. I'd have Dude, to. I'd have to think for it. That game definitely changed my life Dynasty about like Warriors what a game five. can be. Same here. Yeah, when I played Knights of the Old Republic, I was like, "What just happened? What is? Yeah, is, are, like is, are this, this, is this video games now?" Yeah, because I I wasn't like a PC nerd back then, so having that game on Xbox was so crazy. You know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Um. What about you, Tyler? Taylor? Well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I meant Taylor. You sexist. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you if you wonder why some of your hair's missing tomorrow, don't be surprised. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, because like, oh. all right, this might come as a surprise to you three, but as much as I was just talking about it, I would probably have to say Dead Rising, because originally when. I- Played the game, I was kind of like thinking, like, you know, I was kind of like, oh, well, I think that this should be a nine and a half. The heck is going on? <laughs> a ten? Oh, I did. I was kind of like. Oh, we lost her. She's still here. She's here in spirit. <laughs> For real. There she I have is. No idea. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, it was just really weird. It was going. On. I don't know what happened, but I think I don't know. When I first played the game, I was thinking like it was probably maybe an eight out of ten, and you know it hasn't aged well. But when you compare it to the other games, it was very good. It's, I don't believe you. It for it's if you were reviewing it in the moment in two thousand and six when it came out, I think uh, I could see that. I, I could I could get behind that at the time. I was I was enamored when that game when it first came out. I, I remember. But then it. again, guys, I've never played it. So yeah, at that time, it was just like I've never played anything like this in my entire life. That was like, like that to me. That was like, oh, they could not have done this on PS2 or Xbox. So yeah, like yeah, just the how many zombies they could render and stuff like that. It was just it, you know it was impressive, but you know a lot of the mechanics that they had back. 
like back then when the game was released were very archaic for even 2006 Mm -hmm. just the whole you know save system and stuff like that yeah and having to stop when you're trying to like aim your gun and stuff i you know i felt that was still a little archaic as well yeah no i I totally agree with you um i think taylor has a zombie fetish yeah she likes the zombies i have a flying girl with a cat fetish <laughs> that actually sounds a lot like me so yeah that's pretty that's pretty on a brand for azaria yeah uh <laughs> last thing i'll Let's mention here in the first part uh, as far as pointing to other things on the site uh tomas checked out a bunch of ea sports games upcoming uh, he has some great previews and interviews with the team behind both nhl 18 and nba live 18 as well as some previews on madden i think he might have an interview on madden with madden as well but actually i think he hasn't i think he has an interview with madden but not a preview for madden because the game's out like next week or two weeks from now something like that um so if you are a sports fan make sure to go check out all of that because he did some fantastic work with all the ea sports upcoming games this year so make sure you check that out news for the week we're gonna speed through this faster than i expected um because we got to keep moving here. Uh, there's not a lot, though. There really is not. We were struggling to put some things together. Honestly, the one thing that I felt was worth mentioning was No Man's Sky Atlas Rises update, uh, which released last week and supposedly makes the game, uh, according to our news story, adds 30 hours of new story content and some slight multiplayer elements to it, which are some things that... People got really mad at Sean Murray about originally for not being included in the game at launch. In addition, it also looks a lot prettier than I remember it, and that was another thing some people were pointing out, was that the graphics uh, look very much better. Um, How do you guys feel about No Man's Sky? Did you dive into it at all? Does this make you want to check it back out? Because personally, I bought it at launch. I uh, traded it back in or whatever pretty much immediately. I just... I thought it took so long to get from point A to B, and I know that there are some fast travel updates in this as well, um, which makes things a lot quicker. I don't know. It's only about 20 bucks now consistently. I would be way more interested in checking it out just to see what they changed, but uh, I don't know. So like, so here's what happened to my, my story, my No Man's Sky story for you. Bought the game digitally. And then play it. Launch. Um, I played it. I got to the next planet where I was supposed to get some item to fix my warp drive or something like that. And it's like the first quest that they give you. Yeah, Just yeah. go here, pick up a warp drive. Well, the yeah. place where the warp drive was in had spawned inside of a mountain. So <laughs> so like it was it was half sticking out, half inside the mountain, and I couldn't get in. It would for you. <laughs> and so uh, so I was completely stuck. That was my world. Did you was... keep, do you still have the game? I do. I, okay. I bought it digitally. Okay. Well, I bought it digitally too, and it was the one time in my life I have reached back oh. out to Sony and uh, tried to... You're one it. of those guys. I'm not one of those guys. <laughs> See, that's the thing. But I put like 90 minutes into it. It was more. It was more of a... I know this isn't for me type thing more than it is like, I hate this. Give, get rid of this. I, I told the, the Sony person I talked to as much like, hey, I bought this. I just do not like it. Is there any way I can get my money back? And they're like, yeah, that's fine. But you can. this is your one time you, you're allowed to do that. Uh, so I used it on that. Um, 
with that in Damn mind, it, I should I should have did that. Yeah, knowing it's not for me, I'm <laughs> like hesitant. <laughs> I'm hesitant to jump back in, but it the game has been out for a year now. It released last August, and it seems like it finally has a lot of the content. I know people expected it to have it launch. Um, I don't know if that makes it a better game to some. Or I think that makes it a better game, but I don't know if it, I still don't know if it's what people want because the expectations were so lofty for it when it released last year. Um, oh, the end all be all, dude. Yeah, this is the only game I'll ever play. End all games. Yeah, this is the only game I'll play. This and death threats when they delayed it. <laughs> you would yeah. have never. You would never need another game again when No Man's Sky launched. Yeah. That was it. Games. <laughs> but, well, now now we can all look forward to Anthem, right? The new the new No Man's Sky. I thought that was the new uh, Destiny. Well, it's, yeah, that's what... well, that's that's essentially what I want from those games. Is I just want to explore with my friends, you know. Yeah. And No Man's Sky yeah, was the worst that. at that. I wish they did. But you could name Destiny. a planet, and you could do some like other stuff or whatever. That was the shittiest <laughs> fucking experience of my life. Like I mean... No Man's Sky is it was the absolute worst game I played. <laughs> My problem with it was See. that it was it was in the demos they showed it was like all about exploration like go to this planet go to this planet go to this do this do this do this in the actual game though you are so hindered that you can't do that stuff because yeah. you constantly need some new element or you constantly need this before oh hey you want to warp there that's cool go get five of these things it was like I want to I just thing. I just want to explore like if you just put me in a ship and this ship could just fly wherever then I would be so down to play that game. But because it was leaning into the Minecraft, you need all these things in order to create this, which then allows you to do this. That was like, I don't want to do that. I just, but on top of that, you're, you're limited by item management where you can't even hold that many things. And it's like, fuck, like now I have to upgrade my ship else each time. Yeah. But the only way to upgrade my ship is to get enough money and I can't get money unless I get these items, but I don't have enough room. And I'm, It's, it like, I just... reviewed it, um, I gave it a 6.5. That's generous. <laughs> yeah, just no, because Giuseppe, I... Seppi on Dillshockers gave it, like, an 8 or something. Really? Like, it was, was an ocean-wide, but a puddle deep. <laughs> it was just it was... so bare-bones. So it generic. was like that planet on Interstellar, is what you're saying. <laughs> Pretty much so. <laughs> and this new update I mean, is, like that, is like that giant wave that came in, finally. Yeah, like I'm glad that it like it has all the updates that it has now. I I bought the game at launch, but I quickly returned it like after two hours in because I was like, this is not the game I was expecting. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know. I'm glad that all these new updates are now what it, the game should have been originally. But to me, it's just too little, too late. I just felt like this should have been here a year ago, and I think that's a, a problem with like most of these games is that you know. A lot of them do things like in the first game, or they do it like at launch, and then they re like they do a lot better job with like the sequel, or they'll do a better job year later after a bunch of updates, like they did with Watch Dogs. Like the first one was kind of eh, and then the second one, I was like, oh my god, this is yeah. how the first one should have been. Yeah, yeah. Just that'd be given an eight point five. So no, I mean that's it's so subjective because I can see how somebody would like love it if that's the type of game they wanted, but a lot of people oh, yeah, wanted those it with PC preconceived nerds. notions. <laughs> like, I knew what it was, and I, any, it just didn't fulfill it for me. I with, swear, any PC nerd who gets into Farming Simulator 17 would definitely <laughs> love 
No Man's Sky. Like anybody who's eagerly awaiting the next farming simulator, our tractor, our construction simulator game, probably loves No Man's Sky. I'm sure they uh, yeah. Um, shout out to Hello Games as well, because the amount of flack that they took last year for this game, Sean Murray specifically, is unlike anything else I can really remember seeing in the games industry um, over the past In a long time, yeah. Yeah, it had, I, I really don't know if I've ever seen anything like that. And again, I was disappointed with the game, but I wasn't complaining and yelling at them and creating YouTube videos and all that, all that kinds of crazy stuff. Uh, so shout out to them for not only fulfilling the prom- some of the promises of the things that they said they were going to add to the game eventually, but also keeping with it because there was such a negative vibe around this game. Uh, and I don't think sales were very good. Like it went on sale very quickly. Um, but for them to continue to stay the course and add this amount of content that they have added, like this is the biggest update that they've done. But they've done two or three other large ones over the span of the past last year. Yeah. And for them to continue to support this game and believe in this game and continue to make it as best as it can possibly be is awesome. And I'm glad that they didn't fold and stop supporting it or anything like that. Um, I'm really, really happy for those guys, and I hope that they see success with the game moving forward. Yeah. Joe, Joe Danger 3, let's do it. Let's Joe, do it Joe Danger 3, let's do Joe it. Joe Danger Sky. I'm yeah. ready. I am like, ready. <laughs> yeah i agree with you on that logan just like i i probably will most likely won't pick up the game again but i will say that i do have to give them a lot of credit for putting in that effort to give put in like new content to try to convince people to keep on playing or to convince mm-hmm. new people to buy it because they truth be told they really didn't have to do that and the fact that so many yep. people were kind of like discouraging them not to it just it it shows dedication yeah and it was cool to see a bunch of game journals in our circle the past week like go back to it like i saw so many people the past week go back to the game and try it out themselves again and like oh this is so much better i'm totally in love with this so that was really cool to see like vicariously like through twitter and stuff like that so good on hello games and i'm happy for no man's sky uh i guess we'll cut news short there we had a couple other things but they're reaching they're really not super newsworthy the no man's sky (laughs) update was the one big thing i wanted to make sure we mentioned though um more just to give hello games some credit for like i said sticking with that um let's move forward though so this week we are going to like i said gamescom is coming up next week Giuseppe will be live on the show floor or the whatever they do. Yeah, show floor. I don't know why it would be anything else. He'll be there. He'll be somewhere. He'll, he'll definitely be, be somewhere. He'll be walking on the clouds. He'll be with I'll, the mask. I'll my, uh, I'll is, it my still, is it still in Leipzig? Is it still uh, No, it's, I think it's in Cologne. Is it in Cologne? Okay. So he'll be yeah. in Germany, where whatever city it's in. And uh, so we'll have a man on the ground there. Giuseppe will be, I'm sure, getting all kinds of scoops and interviews and all Get that those good scoops, stuff. G. Uh, we will be covering the show from home and getting up to the minute news for you. So make sure you keep it tuned to Dual Shockers, all that good stuff. Gamescom predictions, though. This is a little bit different than E3. Uh, like we said, not every company is present and most of the big companies. It is, it's so close to E3 and there's so many huge announcements at E3 that while there are notable things that happen at gamescom they are of a lesser degree like even when there are game announcements and stuff like that it was like i'm trying to think of one for the past couple of years like the last fable game was like announced here before it got canceled the one where it was like a multiplayer oh, fable legends yeah, yeah like that was announced yeah. here like there's like first party developers will come out and announce things but they are usually like of a lesser degree like i 
we're not going to see. Was it the last Guardian like that last year? Was last Guardian. It was two years ago at E3 because it was the mega E3 with Shinmu, Last Guardian, and Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, I I cried so many times that year. (laughs) So that was that was insane. Uh, Gamescom predictions, though. Do you guys have any? And uh, I will actually check our community predictions as well while we're at it. Uh, Taylor, I'll start. uh, Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll start. Um, and I won't. Although. We work in this industry. I promise not to use any insider information. Okay, so this is this is not like I didn't get an email or anything. Um, so Microsoft is going to announce a new first-party IP from the Gears of War team. Mm, so the Coalition. The Coalition. That would be interesting because the Coalition has said they're only dedicated to doing Gears, if I'm correct, right? Yeah. Plot twist, it's just a spinoff of Gears. (laughs) I hope that it's not Gears. It's Gears of War Judgment 2. But if they do do a new Gears game, I think now is the best time because you got that Xbox One X coming out. Mm -hmm. Ooh! Ooh, those Teraflops? Call it Gears of War Teraflop. There you go. Here's the four X. <laughs> the funny part is that you is that you started that off that entire prediction off with I don't have any insider information. Thank you for clarifying because I think Gears of War yeah. teraflop yeah. sounded very real to many people. Yeah, don't uh, don't write that anywhere. Sorry, <laughs> these are all rumors and speculations. All right, so uh, a spinoff from the coalition, or not not a gear spinoff necessarily, but a new <laughs> a new first party game from the coalition. Yes. Cool. Josh, do you have a prediction? Yeah, I think, uh, well, Ubisoft will be there, and they always have a big, big section at Gamescom. So I think they've recently been touting the Switch as a console they want to develop more for. So mm-hmm. I think they're going to have a big announcement on a certain game coming there. Um, I'm thinking Assassin's Creed. Not the newest see. one, uh, but I... But I could see them doing like a spin-off sort of deal like what they did with Rogue in a way. Oh. So, you know, I, maybe it could work. I don't know. Heck, maybe Beyond Good and Evil 2. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <that's> not. <laughs> Please, no. They have so many upcoming uh, games that they're probably not even going to mention it briefly. Um, just, I would like to see yeah. The Fractured But Whole come out on the Switch, honestly. Yeah. That would be that's, that's probably it. that's a solid prediction. Yeah, that is. I think a lot of people be have been expecting now. that, but <laughs> yeah, still no word on it. So <laughs> it might be one of those ones that comes out a little bit after the actual October release, maybe Christmas. Yeah, like or maybe early twenty eighteen potentially. Yeah, like late quarter one, early quarter two is yeah. my prediction on that. Yeah, that'd be good. Cool. Uh, what's your actual prediction for Gamescom, Taylor? Well, aside from, I'm really excited to see what Ubisoft is really going to say because, I mean, just looking at all, I'm, I want to know what Nintendo has to say because they said it in quotations that they have a special panel. So I'm curious to see like how that's going to work out, but I'm also really curious to see how Ubisoft is going to. I feel like Ubisoft might take the show this year mm-hmm. at Gamescom. Just, just looking at comparing just the lineups of everything else. 
I honestly do believe that they have a strong lineup. A lot of the games that are coming out are coming out very soon. I A lot of them, I feel like, I honestly feel like South Park, The Fractured Butthole is going to be on my game of the year watch list. It, it already is now, but I think it's going to probably be a contender once it comes out. So I would like to see Xbox have, a, I, I know they're going to announce like that IP from the coalition, but I would love to see them maybe announce some more exclusives. Because when you really think about it, there aren't that many system selling, good system selling exclusives for Microsoft. Mm-hmm. Taylor, so. can you tell us your prediction? What is your exact prediction? <laughs> I think I Ubisoft think actually, it. I think I think Ubisoft is going to announce the fractured butthole for the Switch. I think it's going to come out early next year. Okay. What okay. about the? Would they bring the previous game over to the Switch? The you think? Yeah, I think actually, I would like to see them do that, like during like the holiday season, be cool. while they work on the fractured butthole for next year. I could see that happening. That would be cool for sure. Um, my own prediction. I think I'll shoot a bunch out of a cannon real quick if you want to. Okay. Uh, Ubisoft Wild is going to reemerge. Is that the name of that game? The one where you're like the shaman and you get to take control uh, yeah. of all oh. the different animals? Oh, yeah. Is that yeah. the? It's from yeah. Mich- Michelle Ansel. We have not seen yeah. that game in forever. And I think somebody think it was like Red Dead it's Redemption been about two years now. Maybe yeah. a year. Yeah. I think we're going to see that game again. That I feel like that's the right time for this, this to show up. This is a good place. Uh, Gamescom is definitely a great uh, convention to show that in. Just the sheer amount of people and exposure that you get in the in the European region from that event, mm-hmm. I think that'll do good for that game. And it's a little bit, yeah. it's a little bit more of an odd game as well from what we saw. Like Michel Ancel's games are always kind of a, kind of out there. So uh, yeah. I, I don't know what his involvement is on the project anymore. I actually don't know if he's working on it. Period. I think uh, Mario Odyssey stole that element of transforming into different uh putting your head in different <laughs> yeah they should, that they should have struck two years ago when the market was hot for transforming yeah into animals or whatever uh, maybe they'll I, revive it yeah I, I think we see that though because that's been far too quiet for far too long and then uh with ea i think they've already teased that they're going to show more space battle stuff for star wars battlefront 2 i think they're also going to reveal three more hero characters that will be in the game uh, I hope okay, so. That, At least prediction. maybe another class. I'm not sure. I'm I think not, no, the I don't classes know. are pretty well set, if I'm correct. I think are they done only, with classes? I think so. I was hoping they wouldn't be. Yeah, I think they're doing. I think they're only doing four, like okay. they do with Battlefield One. So, which makes sense. But yeah. uh, I think we see new hero characters with Battlefield or Battlefront Two, and then um, with Microsoft. I don't know. Microsoft's hard because I really I agree. They need more first party things but I don't think that we're going to get any. Um, I really think there is going to be a new studio eventually. I mean, this will be my prediction, and I, I almost did this for our E3 one as well. I think at some point there's going to be a new studio within Microsoft that is announced or revealed or whatever, and they're going to be the new Fable people because I just think Fable is too big of a property to really let die. Like I still think yeah. the Lionhead can't like putting down Lionhead is still weird to me. And I think eventually, similar to how the Coalition is kind of the Gear Studio, I think a studio is going to come up eventually where it's going to be like we're the Fable Studio and we're making the next Fable. And it's hey, it's actually like a real Fable and not Fable Legends or whatever the heck they were working yeah. at the time. I honestly think the shitty thing about Fable is that it's. It's not coming back. 
Um, <laughs> nobody cares. I about care. I care. <laughs> yeah, but there are enough people that do. I think there's no. a solid fan base for like the- you. Not only have to care about Fable, but you have to own an Xbox One and. Still, a know. lot of people do. Like, what, close to 40 million or something like that? Or if they said it's between 30 and 40, if I'm correct. It's around that number. I don't think Fable's relevant enough to spend that. Maybe license it out to a studio, but to use one of your first-party studios to do it, I don't think they're going to. <sighs> they need to, though. I don't know. It's a gut I feeling. Do, Sim- I do think they should They should accept some pitches from other studios, though. I, I do think they should open up the floor to that. Because another studio with the Fable license could produce a better Fable than they could have. Fable, Especially I, better, I, Fable 3 was still good, Legends. though. Fable 3 was, like, a fine game. Like, I had I problems like, with was it. Fine. 2 was maybe the best game of the year when it came out. Like, it came out yeah. in a packed year. Fable, or it came out right next to Fallout 3, didn't it? Fallout 3 I don't think so. Better. Fable 3 is way better than Fable 2. You like 3 way more than 2? Yeah, I just didn't like. Really? The I like stuff one the, the most, but <laughs> I really like two personally. So I don't I know. Really I don't like any of them. That's a huge franchise. I think it just needs to go through some modern I just day. Like honestly, having sex with as many women as I could in that game. <laughs> <laughs> I think it needs to take a page out of like some more modern RPGs, though. At this point, if it does come back, it can't just be the black and white morality system anymore. We need some of the Witcher Shades of Grey decisions that you make in there, and. While it yeah. overall can keep the same sort of morality system intact, it needs to not be so cut and dry down the middle. This is the good and this is the bad. Because I think that war, I think that war thin about five years ago, and most other developers seem to be trying to move away from that because it's just too simple. And I yeah. don't know. It's it's not really it's not really feasible at this point. I don't know. I wanted to say that series will show back up. Will it be here? Most likely no, but we'll just say it for the means of predictions. I don't know. I mean, yeah, you were saying? No, I was just, yeah, that was about it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, like, I agree with what you're saying in that sense with just, like, the dialogue and the choices of just being so kind of, like, cut and dry. I felt personally, within the last several years, I think Fallout 4 (laughs) did a better job with just that. Because even playing through some of the expansions, more specifically Far Harbor and Nuka World, like, mm-hmm. the choices you made, while there were some sort of, like, good, bad, and best, there were still some sort of parts that kind of left you conflicted, especially with Far Harbor. I just like, realized on that. I never played Nuka World. Ever. <gasps> You're okay, man. I don't want to talk about Fallout right now. <laughs> I hey, love man. Fallout, <laughs> I need to go back to it at some point. Shoot. That's a, I'd rather too. talk about The Witcher 3 than Fallout. That's on my It's mind. much shorter than Far Harbor is dead to me. I'll probably go back and play <laughs> it at some point. I need to do that now that I remember um, it. But we should probably move on. Yeah, we do need to move on. So Gamescom's <laughs> next week. Keep out for our news and all that stuff. We are going a little bit long this week, so sorry about that. Uh, last thing. Releases this week. There's a lot of them. We're going to blast through them here. Uh, Agents of Mayhem is releasing Woo! tomorrow, which, okay, <laughs> that's a very quiet release, isn't it? There might be yeah. about that. Uh, the PR blasts are kind of tiny for this one. Yeah, so we'll see how it is. It's from the Saints Row team, correct? Yeah, yes. so it'll I, sell. Where it's I, kind of like whether, a spiritual Whether it'll successor. sell enough. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. It'll, it'll sell, but... We'll see how it does. I don't know. Tomas is reviewing that one right now, if I'm correct. So his review yes. should be up, I want to say tomorrow, but I'm not sure about that at all. It would make sense if it was tomorrow, but I'm not 
I don't know the embargo, but it'll be up yeah. soon. Let's see. Let's see if you can do it. I think uh, you can. Starcraft Remastered also came out this week. That's not necessarily a game we choose for pick of the week, but I feel like that was worth mentioning because they announced that earlier this summer. So that's kind of cool. Uh, it's Matterfall, Housemark's next game. Two games in oh. three months from Housemark. Wow. Matterfall is Forgot out about tomorrow. That. Very excited for that one personally. Uh, Nidhogg 2 is out tomorrow, which is a ton of fun. Yes. And I will be picking that oh, up man. as well tomorrow because that game is freaking amazing. Uh, Night Trap 25th anniversary is out tomorrow. <laughs> so if you want to get your Night Trap on, there you go. Uh, that song, Night Trap. Observer. 25th anniversary. Observer's out tomorrow, <laughs> which is a horror game, if I'm correct. Uh, there's been a yeah. lot of... Like a cyberpunk horror game. Yeah. Or I think it's already out. It's just another release. Oh, is that another... Okay, well, it's out on... No, it's not out. That's out on uh, Windows, PS4, and Xbox One tomorrow. So I don't know. Oh, wow. I thought we already Linux had a, uh, <laughs> a review of that. I'm not sure. Maybe I'm wrong. You Maybe sure you're not thinking about Town of Light or something? I don't know. Observer's out tomorrow, though. That's getting some... Uh, I don't know if reviews are out for that, though, but I'm hearing some solid buzz around it. Uh, Sonic Mania is obviously out tomorrow, uh, as we Woo! mentioned, except for PC. And then we've got Sudden Strike 4 on PS4, and then Undertale is also coming to PS4 and Vita, as well as... Oh, one more. Uh, Pillars of the Earth, Book 1, From the Ashes. Sounds know. nerdy. Don't know what Sounds like is. some sort of history thing. Yeah, I don't know... Is this just a book? Why is this on the game release list? <laughs> what is the civilization? Um, I don't know what so this definitely, is. Uh, definitely Sonic Mania, Matterfall are games that you should look out for. Agents of Mayhem, if you're looking for an over-the-top uh, open-world RPG. Yeah. Uh, kinda... There's a little bit of everything here, though. I mean, Sonic Mania and Matterfall are kind of similar to one another. Um, but then you've got Nidhogg 2, which is a fantastic multiplayer co-op game and then if you want something a little bit more story-centric and you don't have a pc and you have not played undertale like myself undertale's there as well and i would be picking that yeah, up tomorrow that's as my well. pick of the week that's your pick of the week yeah undertale i've been waiting to play this for so long same here i know azario you're in the corner over there shaking your head but come on <laughs> yeah. i've never i've never yeah. played it It just looks super lame guys <laughs> okay. Cause I, played it. I like it I it like just it. looks super lame. It looks really good. I'm, I'm very excited for that. I agree with you, Josh. Looks, I've been. The it two, it the, has lines everywhere. It's like there's no graphical. It's it's like a children's book. That's the point. I I don't know. I we'll see once I play. It. You just played Sonic Mania, which went back to 16 bit. Yeah, but it looks but lovely. It looks but very that's pretty. Art. That yeah. is art. This is just squiggly lines, and then them saying you can make friends with the enemies. <laughs> brother, brother, I don't want to make friends with the enemies. I want to kill the enemies. Maybe you're I'm alone not this, with that. I'm I don't. Not I still passive. don't know anything about the game, so I'm okay, I'm going yeah, in basically, incredibly you can blind. Be passive, if you want to. If you like the mother series, then you'll be in for a treat. Yeah, basically, I... it's a big mother ripoff. It's more like a spiritual successor. I'd like to say. I don't like Ripple. to use the word spiritual successor for anything earthbound related <laughs> what <are they? laughs> um i'm picking up a lot tomorrow myself we do I, have uh we do have an interview on dual shockers with the uh, character designer for mother three we do so, yeah. actually but it's yeah. about a different game if i'm correct it's right? a new game eglia yeah hashtag localized mother three <laughs> hashtag we asked him in there so if you want to know the answer go read it Okay, so pick of the week. I think it's obviously Sonic. I'm picking up. I'm picking up so much tomorrow. I'm picking up Sonic, Matterfall, 
Nidhogg, Undertale, and Hellblade, personally. And maybe even Lawbreakers. I don't know. I'm p- I'm picking up a lot tomorrow. I've been waiting for a lot of these games for a very long time. And like you how said, how are Josh, you going to play all these games? I don't. That's I, my question. I, I'm not probably. <laughs> but uh, he's going to set a timer for every 30 minutes honestly, and then just switching. <laughs> honestly, Sonic Mania pretty short. Matterfall I know will be pretty short. Undertale pretty short. Like I can blast through some of these. Hellblade like six hours. I can get through these. I feel I, can, I feel confident. You can with do this it. Part. So I'm feeling yeah. really good with this group. We can, yeah. I can, I can knock these out quick. Um, my pick that we could probably be Sonic. That's it. I'm very excited for that. We've been waiting for that forever, and I think a lot of us have, judging by our discussion earlier. So, <laughs> in a week full of good, solid releases, that seems to be the big one. But don't sleep on Matterfall because that also looks really good in its house mark. So I'm sure it's awesome. Uh, that's it for the show this week, you guys. Thank you so much to you, Azario, Taylor, and Josh for joining me this week joining us Thank joining you, all whatever all of us getting in here uh as always make sure you like i said go check out the website dualshockers.com got a lot of cool stuff in the works uh check out the hellblade review like i said check out all our ea sports coverage for all their upcoming games uh we are going to have a bunch of reviews going live obviously all these games are releasing tomorrow which means we're going to have reviews for them if we don't already uh like azaria's sonic mania review as we said is up already so you can go check that out uh, but we're going to have a lot of other reviews going up in the near future for a bunch of the releases that are coming out. We got an Uncharted on yep. the horizon. We got a Mario and Rabbids crossover on the horizon. We got a Knack 2 on the horizon. So there's a lot of Knack. good things to be excited for in games. Uh, but yeah, check out the website. Gamescom's next week as well. Get hyped for that. Going to be a lot of news coverage coming out from us there. So if you want to. Stay tuned to everything that is happening in Germany. I promise you that Dual Shockers will be the best place to probably get up to the minute news coverage on everything that is happening over there because we always go hard for those there conventions. So prepare mm-hmm. for that next week. It's going to be great. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, as for everything else, Twitter, you can follow us at Dual Shockers. We have a much more active Twitter account now. Maybe they'll tweet back at you if you tweet at them. Who the heck knows? Maybe. Maybe just send maybe. him a meme. That, you gotta you gotta tweet him a meme. Tweet him yeah. a meme. Yeah, use the memes. That'll 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 work wonders. You'll get a response. Or the Pikachu filter. <laughs> or the Pikachu filter. That works too. Um, but yeah, follow us on Twitter at Dual Shockers. You can follow Azario. He is at Azario says. Josh is at minus the Brant. Minus the Brant, right? Yes. M i n u s t h e b r e n t. Taylor, where are you at on Twitter? <laughs> Uh, Tay Nixter, that's T-A-Y-N-I-X-S-T-E-R. It'll be in the show notes, guys. It'll be in the show notes. Yeah, you can also follow us there. <laughs> all right, click on the links there. And then I'm at Moreman12. So you can follow us on all of those locations. Uh, and, of course, make sure to join our Dual Shockers Discord server where you can submit questions for the show. Uh, like I say, every week we're trying to do get way more community involvement. So if you want to submit a question for the show or have a topic for the show you want us to discuss in a future episode, we are almost definitely going to break it down and discuss it on the podcast at some point. So feel free to submit your questions. We have a channel where you can talk about all those things on our server. Make sure to join us over there. It's a ton of fun. Come hang out with us. We'll talk video games because that's a cool thing people like doing on the interwebs. That's it for episode number 41. Thank you for joining us this week. Uh, yeah, it is 41. I almost said 40. Uh, thanks for joining us this week. It's going to be a ton of fun. Make sure you buy a bunch of video games. It's going to be a good week. I'm going to go play now or at least at midnight when all of these come out or whatever so until then we'll see you back here next week have a good one bye bye see ya see ya